This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Friends, download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. It is election night in America. Results pouring in from uh, five states. The Pennsylvania GOP Senate primary, uh, which includes Trump back, Dr. Oz, still too close to call, uh, very, very tight. But what I'm going to focus on for this hour, I'm going to start with Buffalo. And as, as we all could have predicted, some disturbing details are starting to emerge. One, the alleged shooter once, according to his own journal, beheaded a cat. That's normally a clear sign in situations uh, like this. And then, according to his own journal, the young man posted the disturbing photos of the cat's decapitated body uh, and his own face sprayed with splatters of blood online. And here's something that I'm finding extremely disturbing about this incident. According to his own journal, now keep in mind, this is a mentally ill young man, so we don't know how much is true, how much is delusional, how much is not true. But according to his own journal, he told his mother about killing the cat and she handed him a box to bury its body in the backyard. That's disturbing. And that's a clear indication that somebody somehow, somewhere knew something was terribly wrong with this young man or, or surely that he needed help. I'll come right back to that. So the makers of uh, Baby Formula are sending uh, uh, partially uh, full trucks and uh, flying in formula from Europe uh as uh, the leading brand, Similac, struggles to resume production. But apparently, for American babies, help is on the way. This next item, please tell me this is not true. 
Mr. Mayor, you did enough to destroy this city. It's time to go away, Bill de Blasio, for good. I don't mean to be rude to you, sir, but no one is interested in your public career. Your public career leads to the demise of all of us. And with that said, de Blasio is eyeing a run at a newly drawn New York seat in which uh, Gerald Nadler has left that seat behind. And de Blasio wants to run. And one of the questions that, that I have, folks, these career politicians, why do you want to stay in office so long? So de Blasio, after what's happened in the city of New York, de Blasio is eyeing a return. The heartbroken parents of that 11-year-old girl senselessly cut down by the stray bullet made a tearful visit to the Bronx sidewalk where she was shot in broad daylight. Kihara Tay, her parents and grandmother, mourned the little girl at a makeshift memorial And, folks, something that I want you to think about, and this may sound a little grotesque, but it is the reality in these situations. So you have your 11-year-old daughter, and someone has to go to the morgue and identify the body. Think about that for a second. And you get to the morgue, and your baby... 11 years old, is laying there with a, with a, uh, a gunshot wound. I talked about this issue at noon today. And by the way, we're about to uh, start taking your telephone calls on all of these stories, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I talked about this at noon today. Black Lives Matter, and uh, some of the tax returns are are being made um, public, and <laughs> this, is, this is truly amazing. So I mentioned this earlier, but Patrice Cullors, the former executive director, co-founder of Black Lives Matter, she paid her baby daddy, the father of her child, five times more than Black Lives Matter donated to the Trayvon Martin Foundation. Think about that for a second. Let it let it sink in. She sent two hundred thousand to the uh, Trayvon <laughs> Martin uh, Foundation. <clears throat> but paid uh, close to a million dollars to the father of her child to help with live events. And so, of course, you already know what I'm about to say. It is a tremendous conflict of interest. But yet, she got away with it. And so the question becomes, when are 
the federal investigations going to begin. So let me go back to the situation in Buffalo. So President Biden was there and, um, you know, the video is also out where the alleged shooter wore a hazmat suit to school during the uh, COVID-19 situation. And he did so for an entire week. And some of his postings, I was looking at them this morning. The young man says, I'm not proud, and I'm quoting here, folks. I'm not proud to kill these lads. In fact, I'm desperately looking for a sign or evidence proving that I shouldn't. Now, this is about his plans to shoot and kill black people in a crazed effort to save the white race. Now, he refers to 4chan. I've never heard of it before. Um, Matt and Alex, have, have you guys, you're younger than me, have you guys heard of this before? Actually, yeah, I have. It's um, it's a big, like, conspiracy forum, yeah, essentially. Um, and and how do you pronounce this for for yeah four chan four chan, okay. So it's known as a hotbed for extremism. So is it popular amongst young people? Not really. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's I wouldn't say that it's popular. Okay, unless you're looking for conspiracy theories, and, exactly, and craziness, right? That's right. it. But and most so, normal people don't go to it. And so, is it something that could lead to a person being radicalized? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thank you, guys. And so uh, the suspect says that every time, and I'm quoting here, I think maybe I shouldn't commit to an act. I spend five minutes, and then my motivation returns. And so the young man was essentially having a conversation with himself, at times doubting what he was doing, and other times doubling down on his racist beliefs. And he had originally scouted out uh, the Rochester, New York area, but settled on Buffalo in mid-February when when he found it had a larger population of African-American residents. Okay, let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin with Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Dominic, um, I want to I want to revise what I said the other night. I misspoke. You see, I I wasn't in touch with the faces of the victims at that time. And and I looked at the faces of the victims and I saw these refined elderly black people. And I was I was taken aback. I mean, and and so I want to say it's not karma. I said the theory was karma and everything with the with what's going on in politics. But the karma presupposes that the victims are chosen, that they somehow deserved it, okay? But in this case, it's totally the opposite, okay? What theory does apply, I believe, is self-fulfilled prophecy, okay? Because Joe Biden started talking about the uh, the crazy super uh, uh, MAGA people again. He, he revived feelings of white supremacy and hatred, and he instigated it. That's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's He stirred the pot. In other words, sleeping dogs were lying. This guy, this lying down. This guy is a divisive individual, and he stirs up 
hostilities. Okay, okay. Okay. So, so wait, Larry. I'm trying to make sure that I completely understand this here. So you're telling me that, and I want to make sure I don't want to put words in your mouth. You're telling me that because Biden, we're in an election year, the midterms, because Biden referred to Trump as the MAGA king, and these two guys are about to go at it, Trump and uh, Biden. But because Biden did that, you're telling me that's why this young man snapped and did what he did, even though he's been planning this for months? Um, You know why? Because there's there's something called... <clears throat> There's something called the straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm-hmm. I mean, this may sort of set the plan in action. In other words, the, the, in other words, Biden's outrageous remarks had to be responded to. Okay, so but wait, but wait, 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 wait. What's outrageous with Biden referring to Trump <clears throat> as the MAGA king? They're, they're both going to call each other all types of names, Trump and Biden. What's outrageous about that? Why? Because he said it in the context of white supremacy. He said it in the context of guns and violence. That in, he put Trump in the context of violence. That's so. So what happened? That was that provided the launching pad for this sick individual. In other words, the psychology is: Oh, you think we're all about guns and violence? So mm. I'm about guns and violence, and I want to shut your mouth up. I'll show you. I'll show you what what's about you know so, how they're so about another, guns and violence. So in other words, you're telling me that every time our political leaders go go at it, there's the possibility of some mentally ill person snapping. When there's truth stated, there's a response. There's a kickback by mentally ill people. Let me tell you why. Because mentally ill people disdain disdain law. And mistruths, because that's what made them mentally ill to begin with. People deceiving them, people conning them, not being honest from birth. Okay, mm. that's what causes mental illness. You can't talk about mental illness in the abstract. Well, well that, like that's what you were doing. But Larry, but Larry that, that's not that's evil. not what causes mental illness. But but I but I hear you and I appreciate you. Thank you for the call. There are many reasons for mental illness. Our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Go ahead, Jennifer. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? No, very very low, Jennifer. I, I, it's almost impossible to hear you. How about now? It's still very, very bad. Okay, Jennifer, I have to move on. If you can, you can give us a call back, and uh, and we'll we'll take your call. Let's go to um, let's go to Michael in Nutley, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. How are you this morning? I'm doing fine. But Dominic, I just want to say this: as a first generation, first generation born Latino American, and I'm a fiscal conservative to the hardest, to the right, to the core. This guy, this 18-year-old who killed these 10 unfortunate black fellow Americans, this whole thing about his replacement theory going on in his head, as a Latino American citizen of this country, that guy is right. These Democrats want to replace white people with Latinos and brown and black-skinned people from all parts of the world because in the hopes that people like me, who is Latino, will vote for Democrats. But to you Democrats out there, people like me, Latino, we're 100% born in this country. No, we're not going to vote for you because you're the biggest threat to us. But that kid was somewhat right. I see it as a Latin, as someone who's Latino, 100%. Porque yo soy Latino. I see it. I see what he's talking about. Okay, well, wait. Democrats. Okay, but, 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 Michael, so 
one, I strongly disagree with your assessment. But but tell me tell me what is that based on? What what you you say you see what this young man saw? So tell me what do you actually see? This is what I actually see. I see these corrupt career Democrat career politicians who want to stay in power. They're forgetting about the white Americans and fellow black American citizens who work for a living, who believe in the American dream. They're forgetting. They're leaving them in the dust. They're taxing them to death, like me. And what their hope is, let's let all these uh, uh, illegal aliens from the southern, from the southern country and all parts of the world come to the southern border, allow them to stay, give them a phone, give them 1100 bucks, and exchange. When they finally make them American citizens and probably want to fast-track that, they're going to probably say, well, maybe these people will vote these same Democrats back in so they can stay in power, so they can enjoy that fat pension that they get as politicians, those fat paychecks. They mm. want I, – I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's plain as day. The, the, me, who was an American citizen – I was, you know, born born in this country from Latin, parents from Peru who are Latino who came here legally through a sponsorship program back in the '60s. They want to throw, throw people like me, Latinos like me, in the dust because we actually work for a living. You know, we actually pay our taxes. They want to abuse us financially. They want to tax us out of our house. But what they're doing with my hard-earned tax dollars, they give it to all these illegal aliens from all parts of the world, and most of them are brown, brown skin, Latinos. And what they're going to do the whole in exchange for that, allowing them to stay here, if, when they finally become Americans, please vote Democrat and keep us in power. Okay. What Michael, do you think they should? I, Ma- mean, I mean, it's plain as day, Dominic. Well, I, mean, I, uh, I, I don't see it as plain as day. And, Michael, I'm, I'm listening to you the same courtesy and respect that I would give to uh, any of our callers. But to believe that there is a replacement theory going on in America I just think that's ridiculous. And it says to me that, and I understand that that's the way you feel, and there may be a lot of others of you that feel that same way, but that just says to me that we've got a lot of work to do in our great country. Before I take a break, uh, Jennifer is called back. Hopefully the phone issues resolved. Jennifer, are you with me? How are we doing, Dominic? Can pretty, you hear me? Pretty good. I hear you. Yes, go right ahead. Okay. Um, you know, I think a lot of people feel the way Michael does, and everyone's calling it a conspiracy theory. Well, I think people can do what they want, but you see what's happening at the border, over 2 million people in a year. Um, in four years, That's if, and plus the more they expect this year. So it'll be close to 10 million in four years, Dominic, right, under Biden? So okay. I think I think people are well entitled, and I'm not talking about this very, very mentally ill and perhaps evil or both, um, you know, young person up in that did that horrific, horrific act in Buffalo. I'm just saying people, generally speaking, feel like their country is being sold out. So you can you can call it by whatever name you want, but, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. And that's the way I look at what's happening in the border is I know so many people that have lost their businesses because of illegal immigrants. Uh, people that had their own landscaping companies, drywall companies, mm-hmm. and they put out of business because other people hire illegals, and then the illegals eventually start their own companies. And um, I know people that have lost their homes because they lost their businesses. And people are feeling very, very, uh, you know, as, Dom, as uh, Dominic, uh, President Trump called them the forgotten men and women. I think a lot of people feel that way, that their voice is unheard, that they don't matter 
that doing the right thing doesn't matter. You and I have talked about this. People that do the wrong thing are uplifted in society now. The victims aren't the victims. The perpetrators are the victims. Now, that's true. And, Jennifer, I'm able to uh, understand it a bit more once we say that it's impacting all Americans. Now, I understand it's all in the eyes of the beholder, how an individual feels about how something is uh, impacting them. But the one thing I have to move on, Jennifer, thank you for the call. I have to move on uh, because I have to take a commercial break. But the one thing that the Buffalo situation and the Wisconsin situation has exposed is that we have a lot of work in front of us and collectively. And I really believe that we do better as a country if we have a president that is promoting, pushing, advocating America first strategies. Because what's happening, as Jennifer just articulated, and the first caller as well, people are frustrated, and that's what I'm hearing right now. And and people are feeling that our own leaders are not there for us anymore. And the perfect illustration, even I can't argue against that, happens to be the border. There is no logical reason why the Biden administration is doing what they're doing at the border, right? And so then you have something like the horrible shooting in Buffalo, but a lot of people are going to question the president's motives because everyone knows that Biden is in serious trouble in this year with the midterm elections. Democrats are going to lose the House and the Senate. And in 2024, if he runs again, he's done in terms of winning the election. So he runs to Buffalo, right? And it's the right thing to do. But everyone sees it as he's trying to shore up his base for the midterms and for the 24 race. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. I'll be right back with your telephone calls. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We need to say as clearly and force as we can that the ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. President Biden uh, up in Buffalo, and uh, I'm about to go back to your telephone calls, but one other thing that I want to mention with the uh, Black Lives Matter, show me the money, right? Now, this this is just wrong. 
So Americans and corporations, out of the goodness of their heart, feel, you know, that you need to help. Uh, the situation in Minneapolis had just happened, and you're donating money. So part of the money, besides the fact that Black Lives Matter spent at least $12 million on luxury properties in L.A. and Toronto, right, despite the fact that they used $73,000 on charity of charity funds for private jet services due to security threats, besides all of that, right? They spent at least, well, let me go back on the amount here. What they did do, because I want to make sure I got my facts right, they used donations, your money, to lobby Congress to impeach President Trump. That's where your money went, part of your money. And as I said, part of the money, close to a million dollars, went to the baby daddy to help promote um, live events. Another million dollars, close to a million, went to uh, the brothers, uh, the brother that is of Miss uh, Colors, to provide security. And so now, but you know, things have a way of working out because my guess is that uh, these individuals probably didn't document all the income. But now the IRS is coming because the IRS is going to say you earned a million dollars to provide security. How come it's not reflected on your tax uh, filings? And so they have opened up a can of worms. But, you know, when, when you folks talk about that the deck is stacked, this is, a, this is example number one. Because Black Lives Matter... Somebody should be under criminal indictment right now for all of this money and how it was spent and money that's missing. And so you give $200,000 to the Trayvon Martin Foundation, which is on out there trying to help kids have, particularly kids of color, have a better life, but yet you give your baby daddy five times that amount to do live events. What live events is Black Lives Matters doing except for protests here and there in between sprinkled? As long as the live trucks are there, okay, we're going to have a protest. Anyway, let's go back to your telephone calls. I just wanted to uh, make that point there. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. I love you. Oh, thank you. You're the closest. You're definitely the closest to my own opinion in every step of the way. I really trust in your uh, thing that you say. I'd just like to say I'm very frustrated that Joe Biden, of course he has to go to Buffalo because it was a white guy that did the shooting. How come in Sacramento, when black gangs did shootings and six people were killed, you hardly hear about that? How come he didn't fly out to Sacramento and say, we got to stop you know, gang killings. How come Joe Biden never goes to Chicago to say, listen, we got brothers killing brothers. We got innocent young with bullets flying through their windows of their bedrooms, killing them. We got to do something about the gang violence. Black people, you got to stop killing black people. No, no. So now we, this guy that it was terrible, of course, the Buffalo shooter, but now it's like, Hey, well, Republican, we got this white guy who's a racist and like it's tagged to all Republicans and, you know, gee, vote Democrat because a white guy, you know, 
and you know, this sounds really bad to say, but it is such an anomaly of just one person of 10 people killed, and that's terrible. But when you look at all the people killed every week and every year in America, it's an anomaly. But this is going to, from now on, gee, Eric Adams, doesn't he get his wish when he first came into office and said the big problem is white supremacy? Well, boy, now he now now it's just going to be the excuse for everything. No debate about any other crime issues. No debate about anything else. They struck out with Jesse Smollett, but they hit a home run with this guy. And it is. And I do believe that he said, "Hey, white lives matter too," because I'd like to add that the black lives matter. We sit through that and it was basically you know anti-white movement and and hearing about how bad white people are and that you know it was very frustrating and disenfranchising to sit through that and i still haven't recovered from that so i just like to say yes it's tragic that this one guy goes and targets black people but in the scheme of things how come it's never a big deal when black people kill black people well, David, I, one, I, I thank you for the call, and and, and I let you uh, go on because you were articulating some things that that are are quite true. The truth of the matter is this: I don't even think the African American mayor in Chicago cares about African Americans being killed in Chicago. The truth of the matter is, and I never thought that I would say this. New York City is becoming the new Chicago. And I'm going to talk about this in uh, at 1245, the 11 year old in the Bronx. We're not, we, we've reached the stage in New York, almost like in Chicago, where we've become so desensitized that we don't even bat an eye when a baby is killed anymore. And, you know, what was just said about the situation in Buffalo and and around the country. We have to have consistency. And so I understand the frustration. I really do. What what bothers me as it relates to Buffalo is that all of these senior citizens, one woman almost 90 years old, they're in the morgue right now. The same way it bothered me with the senior citizens in Wisconsin, in which that animal... And some of you are right. I shouldn't even call them an animal because I, I got my facts wrong. Animals care about 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 their own their own babies. Animals care, nourish, take care of their own babies. I don't even know what to call that monster in uh in in Wisconsin or the district attorney that made it possible for him to uh get out of jail. We have to have one set of rules, one set of rules. And I think it was right for the president to go to Buffalo. But if you're going to go to Buffalo, then you should go to Wisconsin. And the call is correct. With the amount, the way that black people are killing black people in America, you need to show up at some of those as well. It just can't be when it's the highly sensational nature of a white person killing African-Americans. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. 
Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You Good morning. You just stated everything so eloquently, and all of your previous callers uh, stated uh, everything very eloquently. I think the bottom line is we are all fed up with their rhetoric and their BS and their nonsense. And when I say they, I'm referring to the politicians and also the mainstream and quote-unquote news media. Uh, and as you said, there needs to be a fair playing field. They are trying, their MO is to pit us one against the other. Instead of trying to calm things down and quell this, uh, these racial differences, they should be uh, promoting harmony and trying to foster harmony. Instead, they're putting fuel on the fire, and they are doing exactly that. They're, they're divisive. Uh, he, uh, uh, what do you call it, he ran on the premise of being the unifier. He's not the great unifier. He's the great divider, Mr. Biden. And, I mean, the, the lives that were taken in Buffalo – terrible, terrible tragedy. And no matter how we all feel and no matter how disgusted we may be, normal, decent human beings do not go around killing people. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, Jacqueline. Um, and as I've said, and I thank you for the call, Jacqueline, this is the story in Buffalo of a very troubled young man with severe mental illness problems and I don't want to play I don't want to play the blame the parents game but the parents knew they had to know that something was terribly wrong with their son if the young man's journal is correct and and he beheads a cat and mom gives you a box to bury the cat that says something is wrong terribly wrong how how did he get all this? There are reports that he stored some of his ammunition and weapons at a friend's house. But where did he get the money to buy this stuff? And you didn't, mom and dad, you didn't notice the weapons? There are reports that he barricaded himself in the basement for a week. Mom and dad, that's not normal. That's not normal behavior. And so am I supposed to believe mom and dad that, that this young man was a racist but never illustrated that behavior at the dinner table? For example, my kids will tell you even today that my mom and dad will skin us if we ever use the N-word, ever. And my daughter is 35, my son is 28. And they know under no circumstances, I don't care if it's a song, I don't care what it may be, you do not use the N-word, and you do not engage in in, in any type of uh, racial talk against anyone. If you don't believe me, ask my kids. And so am I, am I supposed to believe with a straight face, with as troubled as this young man was, that he never uh, used the N-word at the dinner table? Am I supposed to believe that with a straight face? There were alarm bells going off everywhere. Clearly, the school district dropped the ball. A young man shows up in a hazmat suit for a week. That's not normal. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to, okay, let's see here. Let's see what our friend Stan has to say. Hey, Stan, so 
It's nice chatting with you. You already know. You already know that uh, that I'm going to get emails about why do you always take Stan's call? So I said I was going to answer this at noon. So let me Go just ahead. let me just answer this Go real ahead. quick. Sure, sure, sure. I believe. I believe in hearing what everyone has to say, even even if we don't like it. And I try to get to all types of different points of view. And so that's where you come in. So what's on your mind this morning? Uh, I'm going to mention, two, you know, you had some, you had uh, Jennifer from Chicago, Boston called, and another lady call here. Uh, let me mention two women who these two women who just called should listen to. Anna Navarro, who is on The View, a Republican consultant. Uh, Liz Cheney, a congresswoman, pretty smart. I don't agree with her on a lot of things, but, you know, the Republicans want to crucify her and destroy her. And they may get their chance in the election. Who knows? I hope not. Uh, both of them have stated emphatically that the climate in this country on race hatred and things have been done has been perpetuated by the Republican Party. They said it themselves. Listen to their comments. I didn't say it. The Republican women have said it. I didn't make it up. So my suggestion to the two ladies who called, listen to people I think that you may respect. I don't know. They're Republicans. I think you might listen to them. So uh, they're the ones telling, you know, the reality of what the Republican Party has become. They're not the same Republican Party. Now, I'm not blaming uh, what happened to uh, in, in Buffalo directly to them. But words and over time, words mean uh, matter. The other thing is the Southern Poverty Law uh, Association in Atlanta, who's been watching uh, white racist and uh, racist crimes over the last 30 years, uh, during it, it was initially was two three hundred thousand. Uh, since the Trump administration, there's been like a half million. Because in a way, the Republican Party and Trump, and many things he says, has forced them, has you know pushed them. Okay, and, okay. Hey, Stan, Stan. Yeah, in, sure, in, sure. In, in the interest of time, but but now wait a minute. Now, you you what you're directly implying is that uh, there's an increase in racial incidents because of President Trump. What about all the good things President Trump did for people of color? Yeah, I know what he did for uh, the boxing guy. He pardoned them. That was a great thing. Yeah. I I, I thought, mentioned this Jack Johnson. He pardoned Jack Johnson, who's been dead for like 90 years. Okay. But that's good. Okay. I, I, so, that's so, fine. So, look, so look at what we have now. Biden, um, Biden does what he does with African-Americans, and all it's doing is dividing America. Does what he does. What are you talking about? What I'm talking about is by you know what time it is. We know we all know the game that's being played. Hey, black people, I'm your friend. Black Lives Matter. I need your vote in November. I mean that that's the I, I just gave you the the simple the the simple version of of what's going on. I mean, come well, on. Well, what, here's why, the point. Hey, hey Stan, why, why do you sure, think sure. Kamala Harris is the vice president of the United States? You think it's based on 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 her on her competency? Well, I, I would have made her attorney general, to be honest with you. I wouldn't have made her anything. She well, needs, that's, that's she needs to be back in California. What's her claim to fame? Barack, well, well, Obama, you Barack, talk, you Barack about... Obama said that's a good-looking woman, and that's her claim to fame? 
think you're insulting the woman by saying that. That's not okay. Nice okay, but wait, hey, Stan, Stan, wait, 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 Stan, Stan, no, 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 it's not meant as an insult. I'm not trying to insult anyone. But did Obama? Yes or no? Did Obama when she when she was a local official? Didn't Obama say as the president of the United States that's a good looking woman? Did he say that? Yes or no? I'll be honest with you on this okay. one. He, I never, I don't did, know. I never heard that. He if did. It's true, he, I don't know. I he don't did know. so. He did, did say, he say that. And then uh, you know she had she had uh, worked with Willie Brown. I'm going to let you define the word uh, "worked," uh, and she moved up through the ranks. And after the Obama comment, her career took off. May I, I may I respond quickly, to that quickly? Because okay. I have to, I have to uh, move if on. If he Go did ahead. say it, I, I don't see anything bad about that. But the misogynist called Donald Trump. Uh, let's talk about his relationship with women. Okay, you, that's that's a hundred times worse. Okay, so please don't play the woman game here because that doesn't work. Especially if he said she's a pretty woman. That's nothing compared to the misogynist Donald Trump had with his relationship with women. So please, you're not even in the ballpark on this one. I'm okay. sorry, D. Well, 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 Stan, I I always appreciate your call. And one thing that you can bet on. Uh, the phones are already completely booked, but they're going to be double booked after listening to to your call. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Time for a break. When I come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And, of course, coming up on this election night and the Pennsylvania Republican primary is still too close to call with Dr. Oz, backed by uh, President Trump. I'll be right back. W-A-B-C. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The heartbroken parents of the 11-year-old girl senselessly cut down by a stray bullet made a tearful visit to the Bronx sidewalk where she was fatally shot in broad daylight. Some animals apparently on a uh, moped the bullet traveled, and of course the animals don't care, and an 11-year-old girl is dead. Kihara Tay, her parents and grandmother, uh, mourned the 11-year-old girl at a makeshift memorial that uh, continues to grow outside a nail salon on Fox Street where she was struck in the stomach and mortally wounded around 5 p.m. on Monday. Her mother, dressed in black, uh, got down on her knee and prayed as she sobbed at the scene. And she, she said, why her? That's what she and another relative said. And among those paying their respects at the scene where, uh, Kihara, uh, died were her classmates. So now we have one dead 11-year-old and her entire class traumatized because of these animals. And so she was a student at the Bronx Academy for Multimedia, MS424. Dominic, you're not supposed to say that. You're a black man. 
You're not supposed to refer to the criminals as animals. I said it. I meant it. And I'll say it again. They're animals. What else do you call them? They're gunning down innocent children. They have no respect for anyone. And I, 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 I cannot say what really should have happened to them. I'll just leave it. I'm going to leave it alone because I don't want to get in trouble. But they're animals. And they don't deserve to be in society acting the way that they're acting. This is why you must clamp down on these idiots driving these motorcycles and these mopads and these bikes like they have no sense. Why? Some of you will say, well, Dominic, you know, uh, they, they didn't grow up well. Let them, let them, let them have their freedom. You know, their welfare check for their mother wasn't big enough. Let them have their freedom. Well, when you let these animals have their freedom, they then use these vehicles as their method of operation to engage in, in gunfighting and innocent, and innocent people end up dead. There's video of what these animals did trying to get away. And many of you are correct. If President Biden is going to be up in Buffalo, and he should be up in Buffalo, but he should be in Wisconsin, and when we have situations like this, he should be here as well. You can't turn a blind eye to the black-on-black violence and crime and only seem to care when it's racially polarizing. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to John in Las Vegas. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I think you're a real gentleman. I don't really agree with a lot of your political points of view, but I think you're a nice guy. Um, Saying that, I want to let you know, I was in Charlottesville um, to photograph uh, what came down there. Mm -hmm. And the night before the big Unite the Right rally, they marched around town with tiki torches chanting, you shall not replace us. I think we have a real problem with um, that. And uh, kids up on that and they keep hearing it and they think that they're um uh they're not getting what they should be getting or something and and you know another question about this kid where do you get the money to buy all these guns to right his car right. they're not saying anything about him working for it right uh, his parents are just throwing money at him and not uh, uh paying any attention that he, he's collecting an arsenal of guns and, and bullets it just don't make sense i think his parents ought to be locked up and their kids ought, the other kids ought to be taken away from him Right. Well, hey, John, I I appreciate your call. I I use the example of my own son and my own son uh, would not be engaged in something like this. But believe me when I tell you, uh, if my son has weapons in the home, the moment I find out that's the last night those weapons will be in the home because I will take them and I will turn them over to law enforcement or or I will do something to get rid of them in a safe manner. It's not going to happen in my house. It's that simple. It really is that simple. So I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, prejudge these parents. But something is terribly wrong. And they had to know if you're this radicalized. Again, I'm supposed to believe 
and 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 you're talking about in lover to a white employee at the supermarket. I'm supposed to believe you never uh, discussed these types of uh, comments over dinner, or 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 with your friends. No one said, "Hey, this dude is absolutely nuts, and we have to get him some help." Audrey in Brooklyn, our friend Audrey, and Audrey, let, let me let me. I I take Stan's calls, I take your calls, I take Jennifer's calls, and let me say, let me tell you why I take your call because I find you to be a reasonable person. And uh, you are also a woman of color, and I think that's an important perspective. That's not the only reason why I take your call. Uh, I find you to be a good person, and I'm also impressed that you're almost 70 years old, as you said. I know I'm not supposed to talk about a woman's age, but good morning. What's on your mind? Okay. Thank you for taking my call. And um, I, I, I I feel that I owe you an apology um, um, because when you first talked about the um, incident in Buffalo, I rattled off about um, mental illness, and if I insulted the fact that you had mental problems in your family, I didn't mean to do so. But, no, wait, 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 Audrey, let, let me be clear about this. I, I didn't have mental problems in my family. Wait, wait, let, 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 no, wait, 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 let me just say this. Mental problems are, are define my entire existence. From the moment before I was born, my mother was hospitalized in state institutions. Never judge a book by its cover. Um, um, my entire life revolves around mental illness. That you survive. And, and so, well, 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 <laughs> you I'm know, I'm going to hear you out. But the stigma associated with mental illness, I had that all my life being embarrassed because all the other kids had their, their mothers and fathers I never had a father, and then I was raised by my grandmother. So sometimes kids would make fun of me because my mother was not in the picture, and then we had to go through the family court situation where she tried to get custody back of me, and, you know, there were times when she was hospitalized. And so when I talk about mental illness, I'm, 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 I'm stating something that I know like the back of my hand. It is it has been my entire life. Go right ahead, Audrey. Thank you. I love that in the you. All right. Um, this is the first, second time I'm speaking on this Buffalo. No one's talking about the fact that this is a serious problem in this country. And with Biden to go up to Buffalo and what he said super pissed me off. And he said, this is going to happen again. We know it. And it'll be a forever problem. Really? Someone has to stop it. It's the people, not the president. It's this country. And it hurts me so bad because I don't know the people, but I feel the people. It could be anyone. And mm-hmm. it's wrong. It's wrong. And I love your show, and I keep missing the 1215. I guess I'll be sleeping, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, Audrey, thank you. Audrey, thank you for the call. Folks, we, we see all the calls, but first I have to bring in my colleague, and we're going to try and take as many of your calls as we can. My colleague who did the morning show with our owner-operator, John Casamitidis, this morning, uh, Frank Morano. Good morning, Good morning, Dominic. You know, I because I was doing the morning show this morning, I missed the twelve fifteen show as well. I didn't get to hear any of it. I, I Usually, hope I get you to hear some. I was indeed. I was. <laughs> I was dead to the world. How are you enjoying doing the uh, afternoon, the noon, and the midnight shift? It's it's it's, it's, got, it's a challenge. It, it's a challenge. Uh, you you make sure you nap uh, in the afternoon. Don't call me an old man. Um, and, and you just, you try and rise to the occasion, mm-hmm. you know, what do you have coming up this morning? Well, so, uh, yesterday or today, whatever your, your perspective is, was a big day because 
those of us that follow news related to UFOs, there was this big set of hearings on Capitol Hill, the first congressional hearings into UFOs uh, for oh, in over 50 years. But we're going to do something very different today. We'll play the audio. We'll give you the highlights and the lowlights. But we're going to have on actually a UFO debunker, a guy that doesn't believe any of this stuff, because let it never be said that I don't have uh, I don't showcase all points of view. And uh, with big tech playing such a large role in our lives, a lot of folks are saying that this constantly being tied to our screens, it actually warps our brains a little bit. So I'm going to talk with Andrew McDermott. He's uh, a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute, and he's one of these people who thinks we need to. To reevaluate our relationship, all of our collective relationships with social media and big tech companies. Okay, it sounds like another great show, and I will be listening. I, I always learn a lot from listening to you. It, let's go back to the telephone calls. You select uh, who, we, who you think we should. Go How to. about Paul in Orange County? Fantastic, Paul. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. All right, Frank and Dominic. Uh, yeah, I'm calling about you know Biden showing up to Buffalo and not showing up to Waukesha. I mean that's totally playing the race card and totally igniting it. And that's the only thing the Democrats have is playing the race card because they can't run on anything else. Okay. So, so Paul, should he have been in Buffalo? Yes, he should have been Buffalo, but he should also have been in Waukesha. Yes, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. What do you think? Paul? I completely agree with, uh, with both of you. Uh, so, but I'm not going to criticize him for uh, showing up when 10 people are shot. And the next time he doesn't show up to a mass shooting, then we can criticize him then. But I agree. Let's now go to Juan in the Bronx. Good morning, Juan. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, Frank and Dominic. How are you doing? Good. Listen. We're short on time. Go get right to it, please. In the interest of time, this is very simple. Whoever it is that you look like, if you are a world-renowned nuclear physicist and NASA wants your services, and the uh, U.S. Navy wants you hey, on there. Hey, Juan, Juan yeah. I, I've, I've got a minute and a half left. I'm not following okay. you. you got to get to the point quickly. Okay. And you're very good at what it is that you do and very successful. No one will replace you. You know, you, know, you don't have to fear anybody replacing you. So bottom line, you're saying whites should not feel that they're being replaced. Okay, all right, Juan, I, I thank you for the call. But but he but herein lies the problem. The border situation, and let's face it, uh Biden will jump through hoops for the black community because he needs to vote. So I mean Frank, is my assessment correct, or what do you think? I, I would, uh, I would agree. I'm a little concerned about you replacing me uh, doing overnights. So, uh, <laughs> as, as, as long as you don't do that, then I have no issue with what anybody wants to do. Frank Morano, the great Frank Morano. You want to keep it right there? Believe me, I cannot replace you, Frank. Frank is coming up right now, the other side of midnight. I will be back at noon, 12.15. I hope you can join us. And, of course, I'll be back tomorrow night. But to all the calls we didn't get to, give me a call, 12.15 in the afternoon. Have a great day. Talk Radio 77 WABC.